You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Welcome to the Let's Be Honest podcast. I am your host, Frank Styles, and we are on episode 13 today. Episode 13. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk a little bit about news and um, most interesting thing that's coming up is the Colin Kaepernick situation with Nike. Uh, a lot of people are big, big mad about that whole situation. We're also going to discuss um, the recent shooting in Dallas where a Dallas police officer mistakenly took mistook a man in his own home as being in her apartment and killing him. That uh, police officer is now on... Uh, up for grand jury out on bail but it's the case is going up to the grand jury and has been charged with manslaughter so before we get into all that i'm gonna let you guys take a listen to this and we'll be right back Now I got the flow. 
Fucking crackers, you. You dumb fucks. You're so offended by Nike supporting Colin Kaepernick. You're burning your shit. You dumb fuck you. You're so offended deep in your American heart that Nike is supporting Colin Kaepernick that you're burning your stuff. Why don't you give it to a homeless person or a homeless veteran? You fucking bum, you. You cut your brand new Nike socks up, but you're walking around in Payless Bobo Skips? You had socks that cost more than your sneakers, you dumb cracker, you. Bunch of fake-ass Twitter patriots. Just do it. Everybody, just do it. Buy Nike stock today. Trust me. Just do it. And now... I'm sorry. That was my man, Michael Rappaport, who, as most of you know, if you know Michael Rappaport, Michael Rappaport always says exactly how he feels. And that was his response into the whole um, Nike and uh, Kaepernick deal. It's funny because although we're laughing because Michael Rappaport has a way with his words, it is it is hilarious the way he puts things in perspective, but he's dead on, right? So... In the beginning, if you remember when this first happened a couple of years ago, Colin Kaepernick took a knee in regards to the injustices that were being done at that time um, of police officers killing unarmed black men. That is the reason why he took the knee. So when this first came out, people were all offended. People were upset, saying that he was disrespecting the flag by taking a knee. They also said that he was disrespecting the vets that had fought so hard for this country and that he was disrespecting the country and as a whole. After it was later found out that Kaepernick spoke to a former Navy SEAL veteran and asked how could he do a silent protest without disrespecting the flag and without disrespecting the vets, the vet actually told him the best way to do that was to take a knee. In the vet's opinion, and he's not the only one, there have been a lot of others who have served that have said the same thing. This is what they fought for. Even if you do not agree with Colin, with what Colin is doing, they fought for freedom and the ability and the liberty to be able to silently protest. After he came out and said that, people then said, well, the reason that Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL 
after he was cut from the San Francisco 49ers is because he was a bad player. Well, let me tell you something, folks. Let me tell you about a person who knows sports, who keeps up with football. And my fellow friends and family and colleagues also know this. Colin Kaepernick's play wasn't bad because he was a bad football player. The team that following year, the year before actually, had had um, gotten rid of all the better players. The players that were around him on that Super Bowl run were now gone. So it was basically Colin and a bunch of really no-name players or guys that were second, maybe second-team, third-team guys or rookies that had not played before the NFL. So that's fine. They put that on him, and they said that his skill uh, was not up to par. Well, if you're going to say that his skill is not up to par, you also have to say that the 12 or 13 other quarterbacks that were all signed to NFL teams' skills were not up to par. Because neither one of them, not one of them, had the resume that Colin had. People forget Colin is a Colin is a former Super Bowl appearance, had a former Super Bowl appearance three, four years ago. Colin also had a Pro Bowl appearance three, four years ago. So it wasn't his play. Go and look at his highlights on YouTube. It wasn't his play. That was just an excuse. We know that. We get that. We fast forward to now. Nike comes out last week. On opening day in the NFL, Thursday night, a week ago today, and they unroll the ad with Colin Kaepernick. I thought it was awesome. And the reason I thought it was awesome is if you think about this, what people are saying on social media and what people are saying in their opinions, what people are saying in churches and all this other stuff, even in politics, They're saying that he's disrespecting the flag and he's disrespecting the country. Actually, he's disrespecting the NFL. I'm going to tell you why. Nike holds the NFL in merchandise. So any jersey that you would purchase today uh, from NFL.com has the Nike swoosh symbol on it. Any of the gear that you purchase, NFL, any of the coaches' gear that's being worn, any of the shoes... It's all Nike. Nike has a deal with the NFL for the next eight years. So I want you to think about it. One, they gave Cap a deal, even though he's not signed to a team, right? Two, they unrolled the ad on opening night in the NFL last Thursday, a week today. Three, they also make the gear for the NFL. They provide all of the gear for the NFL. So what does that tell you? Nike doesn't give a fuck. Nike understands that there are injustices that are occurring within this country that the NFL is cowardly and unwilling to discuss or talk about. The NFL's way of making the problem go away was to meet with the players and say that they wanted to do something, but they wanted to do absolutely nothing. They gave them $90 million for the causes to fight these type of causes and the injustices that are occurring in the country. But then they wanted the the players basically to go away and listen to what they have to say to play football. That's terrible. And for those that think that Colin Kaepernick is just out in, in it for the money, because that's what that has also been said as well. You stupid idiots. Colin has had an endorsement deal with Nike when he was playing before all this even happened. They never released him 
after San Francisco let him go and no other team picked him up in the NFL. So before you rush to judgment about what's going on um, with Nike and Colin Kaepernick and they're just trying to make money, yeah, they're trying to make money. They're a company. They're supposed to try to make money. Just like we're supposed to go to work or have our own businesses and make money to provide for our families, that's what they do. So what are y'all so big mad about? Allow me to answer that question for you. You thought that once he was released for taking a knee and being blackballed from the NFL that he was going to go broke. You wanted to see another black man fail. You wanted to see a man not be able to provide for his country. But oh, how that backfired. Very, very quickly. Nike's all day in my family because they have the courage to stand up for what is right. Um, Social media the other day, a colleague of mine, a former colleague of mine had put out there that they wish that Nike stood up for child labor laws the same way that they stood up for Colin Kaepernick. I replied and saw this comment and basically said, well, you know, they're not the only one that have child labor laws, uh, child labor law issues. Uh, Apple and a host of other countries, a host of other companies that we use on a daily basis use this uh, same law for cheap labor. So because he's, it's Nike and Colin Kaepernick, don't be so mad. Well, people started chiming in. Um, people started bringing up politics, talking about the left and the right, and that's not even what it's about. It's about y'all being mad, the, 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 the people that are probably don't even understand why he's kneeling or why he kneeled in the first place. Two, the majority of the people that are actually mad about the whole situation have never even experienced any type of injustice towards them. So what are you so mad about? You're mad because you wanted him to go broke, and that's what you thought was going to happen. But it didn't. Nike paid him. He's got an ad. He's got a great deal that's going to benefit him. It's going to benefit Nike. And guess what? You all have to see and listen to it. So continue to burn your Nikes. Continue to not deal with Nike. I even saw, it, it's gotten so ludicrous, I saw on, on uh, social media where a guy was burning his Nikes and mistakenly burned his house down. This, this, is, where, this is what we've come to. Those same people that have that energy to burn Nikes, to talk about Nike, to make their funny comments on social media and all that other stuff. I need you to have that same energy regardless. So what is it about? You tell me. You give me the answer on what it's about, and maybe we can have a conversation. Again, the majority of the people that are complaining about Colin Kaepernick providing for in the deal that he made with Nike, providing for his family, allowing him to be able to pay his any type of legal fees because, oh yeah, by the way, guess what? A federal judge agreed to see the court case against the NFL that he's had. That's right. A federal judge obviously saw something in the court case that he's brought up against the NFL of him being blackballed and not being able to get a job. Yeah. So y'all can be big mad all you want to. 
typically the people that are mad have never experienced any type of injustices at all. So what are you mad about? Use your common sense, people. This man was never out to disrespect the flag, disrespect veterans that have fought hard for this country, and disrespect this country at all. He was standing up because he had a platform from which he thought that he can use that platform to allow an asylum protest to alert people of the injustices that are occurring against black men being killed by police. But people want to take it and twist it and turn it to something else. So good for you, Nike. Good for you, Colin Kaepernick. Keep up the good work. I applaud you all. And to those that don't believe in it, I, I, I dare you to go and look at some of the injustice. YouTube it. Look at the case of Michael Brown. Look at the documentary on Trayvon Martin on the Paramount Network or on BET. Look at the case of, of Juan Castillo, who was killed in front of his four-year-old daughter and in front of his fiance. Look at the, the case of the 11-year-old in Cleveland who was killed for having a toy air gun. Look at the case of the black man that was killed in Walmart because he was, someone said that he was black and he was uh, walking near guns or something to that effect. I don't even remember. I, there's so many that have happened, I can't even keep up. Look at the, the most recent case in Sacramento, California, where the man was in his own yard. The police thought he had a gun, turned out to be a cell phone, and he was killed dead in his grandmother's yard. Look at that case. And then you tell me if we're playing the race card. I'm getting so sick and tired of people trying to play us. And not all people. Not all people. All people aren't racist. I'm talking about the ones that troll people on social media and make stupid comments that they have no idea about what they're talking about. Those are the ones I'm referring to. So good for you, Colin Kaepernick. Good for Nike. And if anybody wants smoke, and they want to debate me on this podcast or on their own podcast, just reach out to me, Frank Styles at BossRadioStation.com. Anytime you want it, I'll be right there to have this discussion. Because you can't deny what's in front of you. And that's my rant on Colin Kaepernick. Next story that we got up that's uh, been in the news is the story of a Dallas police officer whom actually has been uh, brought up for manslaughter um, and released on bail for killing a black man in his own apartment. Now, this police officer claims that she thought she was in her apartment, the door was slightly ajar, and she decided to go in. She said she saw a silhouette of a of a man of a of a, bit, a large man. She gave commands. He didn't respond to those commands, and she shot him. Here's the clip on that. We're going to move on now to new developments in that shocking case out of Dallas where a white police officer is now facing a manslaughter charge after shooting and killing a black man who she mistakenly thought was in her apartment. Turns out she'd opened the wrong door. She was arrested overnight. ABC's Marcus Moore has the story. 30-year-old Dallas police officer Amber Geiger arrested overnight, charged with manslaughter in the shooting death of 26-year-old Botham Jean. 
the four-year veteran of the Dallas Police Department, seen here on video in full uniform, purportedly moments after shooting Jean in his own apartment. The off-duty officer telling authorities she mistook Jean's apartment for hers when she returned home from a shift late Thursday and opened fire in the confrontation after she entered his home. I'm standing by. At 1210, John was rushed to the hospital where he died. Officer Geiger not initially arrested as her boss turned the case over to the Texas Rangers for an independent investigation. Right now, there are more questions than we have answers. The legal team representing John's family, now including famed civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump. Black people are being killed for driving while black, walking while black. This, you had him living while black and he still was shot. And this morning, new details about the possible circumstances leading up to the shooting. Citing a source with direct knowledge of the investigation, the Dallas Morning News reports both from John's door was unlocked and the lights were off when Officer Geiger went in. According to the source, she saw a figure in the darkness and thought her apartment was being burglarized. Geiger pulled her gun and fired twice. She took my life away, like my very own life. And we have heard from authorities and the attorneys representing John's family that this morning there is no evidence to suggest that Geiger and John knew each other. George. Just a strange, Oof. strange, sad story. Okay, thanks Tragic, tragic. So the young man's name was John Botham. In his own apartment, uh, minding his own business, lights off. They claim the door was ajar. When he walked in, when the police officer walked in, she saw a silhouette of a, a large silhouette she said she gave commands he didn't respond to the command when he didn't respond to the command she fired twice and now this young man is gone 26 year old man gone for no re for living in his own home something fishy's here and the reason I say something's fishy's here is even if you we're in a new building. You just moved in. How did you mistake your apartment for the wrong place? Do you not remember where you lived? Do you not remember your apartment number? I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. And for my listening audience, this police officer is out on bond. And you heard in the clip where she wasn't even initially charged with anything in the beginning. The chief of police, who is black, has turned it over to the Texas Rangers for special investigation, outside source to use for special investigation. I'm not sure if that was to make sure that, you know, this is, a, you know, because it's an independent investigation to make sure that nothing occurred, but you know, fishy within the police department or the public. They, maybe they don't want the public to think anything's fishy is going on, but this story just doesn't add up. Now, in that clip, you heard them say that it has been confirmed that those two did not know each other. There had been rumors going around online um, on social media saying that they knew each other. And there's also witness accounts that claim they heard her saying outside the door, let me in, let me in, banging on the door with, I guess, like sort of knocking on the door. So I'm not sure what happened there, but something is definitely not right. 
And to the attorney, the civil rights attorney, who happened to be the same attorney uh, for the in the Trayvon Martin case, um, he made a great point. You know, we're getting killed for driving while black. You're getting killed for, you know, now uh, living while black in your own place. I want you to think about that for a second. We talked. You heard me speak about Colin Kaepernick earlier. These are some of the same injustices that we're talking about. But people want to sweep things under the rug as if they don't exist. And that's not right. Until we start talking about racism in this country, it's going to continue to happen. What's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. You cannot allow things like this to continue and then wonder why people are getting upset, wondering why people are protesting, wondering why there are groups like Black Lives Matter. Yeah, all lives do matter, but if it's your if it's your life, your life that is not being given injustice, if it's your life that is not being violated, it doesn't matter. But when it's a black life that's being violated over and over and over and over and over again, what do you think's going to happen? How much are we supposed to take as people? Every person, every decent person should be offended, black or white. And then we have to turn on the TV and listen to people that or go on social media and listen to people that are blatantly racist and think that things like this are okay. I had an opportunity to finish watching the Trayvon Martin documentary um, that came on Monday night on the Paramount Network. And it was interesting to see some of the things that happened behind the scenes and how ugly people were regarding that Trayvon Martin situation. George Zimmerman is on camera calling people niggers. You had um, alt-right and Klansmen donating money to George Zimmerman. You had a police force, you know, that it seemed like they were afraid to, to arrest him. And all of these things tie back to the same injustices that Colin Kaepernick took a knee for in a silent protest. But people just want to turn away. People want to say that they're not racist. They don't want to believe that it's racism. But you want to talk and you want to talk bad about things that you have no idea or clue about. You couldn't walk a day in a day in some of these people's shoes and what they go through. Because you've never experienced it. So how dare you? How dare, how dare you talk bad about someone standing up for what's right? That goes for religious leaders as well. You want to talk about, to Michael Rappaport's point earlier, you want to talk about God and country and all these other things and then turn around and say racist comments? Last time I checked, Jesus said in the Bible, love thy neighbor. He didn't say, love all the white neighbors. 
He didn't say love all the black neighbors. He said love thy neighbor. And then you want to understand why people are protesting. This is the very this is the very injustice that Colin Kaepernick was talking about. We as a country, as a people, have to get it together. Period. And there are people out there that don't want us to, but we got to get it together. Leaders, black, white, all need to stand together for the injustices that we know that are occurring in this country. And that starts at the top. When things are bad, it needs to be said that those things are bad. If we want to talk prison reform, let's get some real leaders in here and let's start talking from both sides and let's start talking about prison reform. Let's not bring together a band of pastors that may or may not know anything about prison reform for a photo op. Let's get some real leaders in here and start talking about prison reform. Let's start looking at policing the police. If the Let the police know that, hey, if you do something wrong and it is shown to be wrong, not only can you be sued by that family, but you, you're also going to get your pension taken away. Hell, you might as well. You took away Miss Horn's pension, a former police, a Buffalo police officer who was doing the right thing. You took her pension away to make an example of her for stopping another police officer who was handcuffed. I mean, another police officer who had a subject handcuffed that was choking him to death. She stopped him from doing what he did. She loses her job and her pension. She has to get suffer, then turns around and gets sued by the same police officer for $65,000. And then later on, it's found out that this police officer is indicted on federal charges for violation of civil rights for doing the same thing that she stopped him from doing. But this is America. The country that's supposed to be home of the free and the brave. Where you're supposed to be able to make a living and do all the right things and be a United States citizen and be respected and loved, and you're not. See, that's the part that these people don't understand. If people were being treated fairly, use your common sense. If people were being treated fairly, you wouldn't have marches and protests and things like that. There's a reason behind it. But see, what you want people to do is to shut up and turn a blind eye to what's what's being seen, and you want to sweep it under the rug. You want us to forget the past. You want us to forget the history. Well, let me tell you something. As long as I am as long as I am here and I am able to speak, I will not forget the history of my predecessors, of my ancestors, of those who have fought for this country, for those that have laid down their lives for this country, for those that are being shown injustices on a daily basis. I will not forget. And then you want to talk about disrespecting the flag and disrespecting the country. My dad once told me a story about him fighting. He was in the war. I don't remember which one. I think it was, I don't know. I know he was in the army for a number of years. And he remembers he was in the army at the time when there was segregation in the army. He remembered coming home and still being called a nigger in Alabama after he had fought with his uniform on. So until you understand what that's like, you can't comment on anything. You can't comment on Colin Kaepernick. 
You can't comment on Trayvon Martin. You can't comment on any injustices that are done by police officers on a daily basis. That's my rant for the day. That's my rant for the day. Wanted to catch you guys up on some news. Be sure to check out BossRadioStation.com. You can check out all the episodes of the podcast. If you need help with your own podcast, uh, whether that's voiceover work, editing, producing, video, whatever it may be, feel free to reach out to us there at FrankStyles at BossRadioStation.com. Catch me on Twitter at FrankStyles1. Uh, remember, Styles is spelled S-T-Y-L-Z. You can also catch me on Instagram. My Instagram is Frank Styles. Facebook uh, is Styles Productions, S-T-Y-L-Z Productions, um, where we try to keep up with all the news and yeah, you know, check out the stuff that we send out to you guys. And this has been a much, much shorter uh, podcast uh, for my uh, co-host Juan. We wanted to say thank you for listening. Make sure you check out all the episodes of the podcast at BossRadioStation.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and now Spotify. All you have to do is search for Let's Be Honest with Frank Styles, And again, that's Styles with S-T-Y-L-Z. And you can catch up with all the episodes. Leave your comments and questions. And uh, I'm Frank Styles. This has been episode 13, I believe. I may be wrong. It's either 13 or 14, whatever that may be. And I'll be talking to you guys soon. Thanks for listening.